because so they're we can be like this. I don't yeah, to, I don't have to. Do you don't that. have to eat it as much. I love. That. So what probably ish here is a good, but not back. Right. And I just get the echo. Yeah. Right. You don't want, you don't want echo. So right about here. Yeah. Yeah. All right. right about here. Yeah. Here? yeah that was All right. Good. Cool. Yeah. Perfect. All right. Nice. Well, uh, welcome back to Jeff and Jay. Here we are again. We are. Uh, Jeff still not here. No. We had a few weeks of off. It seems like inadvertently Actually, yeah. and advertently. Yeah. I mean, we we do the every other week, and then we kind of just we didn't do didn't one. Didn't do one. <laughs> you know what? I feel great about it. I'm not super sad because we released the cooking with Colin. Yeah. You guys, you guys had a new episode, and we took out. a break. Sometimes mm-hmm. you need a break. Yeah, it was almost like spring breakish time. That's true. So. It was. Te- technically, that was what I was going to post on Facebook. Is that yeah. we're on spring break right now, and <laughs> then I never posted anything. So, nope. so everyone was like, "Where's the episodes?" Nobody. Was everyone, everyone, <laughs> everyone, I, mean, I, think, I think like one high school guy said, "Oh, it was Benea." Oh, <laughs> dude. Hey, quick, quick shout out to Benea. Yeah, faithful you viewer. Our our greatest fan at the moment. Besides I mean, maybe come on. Joe Hendrickson, that's out in true. Oregon, but. Both of them have bought shirts, so I don't know which there one puts them over the edge. But yeah, do you, Joe Hendrickson and Benea Newhall, you guys are the best. Shout Thanks out. for watching the show yeah. mm-hmm. and keeping it alive. <laughs> um, That's our viewership right there. It is. <laughs> those, the 30 views are those two guys refreshing it 15 <laughs> times. <laughs> like, we're going to get to some views. <laughs> I, I've actually considered just like having a monitor up somewhere that's just playing Jeff oh, and Josh constantly on a loop just so it like... Actually but I feel like that's kind of cheating the system if if we actually want to monetize. <laughs> yeah. So mm-hmm. and we could have our monetization removed if it did get monetized, and I kept doing that. Yes, oh. exactly. On OP, not gonna yeah. do that. Anyways, but definitely did that last week. <laughs> well, that was that for was, science. It and was, for, it was for science. Yeah, it was for a computer. Yeah. Oh, cool. He had to test a computer. So yeah. what else are you gonna do? Yeah, exactly. Throw on Jeff I could Josh. play something else on YouTube, or I could play our show on YouTube. Yeah. Thank you. Well go with our show. Obviously. <laughs> well, Anyways. Uh, yeah, Nathan, you're filling in for Jeff again. I am. And we, you say that every week, and every week it's true. It, <laughs> I'm glad you're not lying every week. Appreciate that. Um, Austin, you're here. I am. Doing tech stuff, but also just sitting here right and now. Indeed. And repping friend of the show, Lane Norberg. Lane Norberg. Oh, sure. the trees. True. Guys, if you haven't listened to that EP yet, check I, it out. And Me the yes. Prodigal, that's Ooh, a great that's song, such a good song that just he dropped. He played Me the Prodigal on our show. Yep. Then yeah. he got it recorded and put out there too. I'd so. like to think he's where he is now because of our show. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. I'd like to think that. I don't think it's true. <laughs> but uh, yeah, check check Lane Norberg out. Yeah, sometime. hey, swipe up if you want to see that. Swipe up? Is that how that works? <laughs> no, actually, uh, that doesn't work on YouTube. On YouTube? Oh. No. I don't know what that does on YouTube. <laughs> Anyways, uh, we, hey, you know what? We haven't even introduced our guests <laughs> yet. We're here. The three of us are just with, talking. With the illustrious and talented Ethan Olson. Thank you for joining us. You were one of... I think Austin is my oldest friends. Probably. Yeah, man, we go back a long yeah. ways, like and way back. I feel like I've just known Ethan. I don't know if we ever actually got introduced. It's just like, yeah, we, that's Ethan, <laughs> and I know who he is. <laughs> Same social circles. That's right. Yeah. Right. So that's how we know each other. Yeah. No, he's just a generally dapper dude, the happiest headstone setter I've ever met. Yeah. <laughs> um, I should get that on a shirt. <laughs> you should. You should. Because if you don't know what a headstone is. That's where the graves are. Yeah, I think people know Stone's hard job. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I guess that's true. I don't know. You have like a junior higher watching this. That's true. Death is real, folks. But anyways, <laughs> uh, Ethan, Ethan, I actually had something specific I wanted to ask you about today. Um, so 
you just got back from North Carolina. I did. Which, by the way, I didn't realize that the experiment was in North Carolina. For some reason, I thought it was in California this entire time. Every time you described it to me, just, probably because you said there was a beach there. And I went, California? California. <laughs> it's the only, you, you can't have a beach Carolina's, if you're not in California. Yeah, North Carolina is not on the coast. For right some reason, there. I always imagine it as landlocked, though. North Carolina. Really? I don't know why. Huh. It's one of just like the Tennessee, Oklahoma's oh, in my mind. It's, it's like okay. in that, in that. I don't think you can group Tennessee. Well, I mean, they're both in the South. <laughs> Dude, the South Say, is just one big honeypot. It's like Winnie the Pooh's honeypot. I disagree with that. <laughs> of just mishmash. Who knows what you're going to get? You're going to get good you, sweet tea and You chicken. might get a Carolina. You might get a Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, and it's all just as sweet, like honey. Exactly. Uh, but anyways, this event you went to though is an event. It's a pretty. I mean, I'd heard of it before, and I don't even follow dancing really at all. And you were one of three people who have made it into this event from Montana. So, do you want to talk wow. about that a little bit? That's big time. Sure. I mean, like, basically, long story short, the Bubble Experiment's a four-week-long training event. Where they, they rent this great big old mansion out on the coast. You're real isolated. You got crappy internet. <laughs> you got wild horses. You got well, four wheel drive vehicles driving on the beach in front of the house. It's ca- kind of weirds you out if you're that's not used to cool. that. Like ATVs? No, like we're talking Jeeps. Oh, we're talking cool. Humvees. Like, heck yeah. The, it's a two lane road. And then if you want to actually quote unquote party on the beach, you do it in the middle of the road, like the middle of the beach. Huh. And the cars drive around you. Oh, <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> All right. I know. But first time I saw that, I was. Actually, pretty shocked because again, California, you're not allowed to take your cars out there most of the time. Right. Anyway, like North Carolina, you just do what you want. It's a lot, dude. They have brew throughs. Yeah. Oh, where you drive through? It's a drive-through alcohol store. What, what could possibly go wrong? <laughs> you're not gonna have any problems with like <laughs> any driving-related alcohol. Things. All right. So we've established it's a party state. <laughs> so what do you do at the experiment? <laughs> Well, all right, so you go over there. Your class is a squad of about 30 people, and you're assembled from all over the globe. You send in applications months before the event happens, and your applications, you know, they change a little bit per year, but long story short, it's generally some sort of questions about your ethos, your relationship with dance, what you're trying to get out of dance, your personal goals, like, you know, studying the old timers, the original dancers. Are you wanting to get into DJing? Are you really working on pure bow stuff or bow swing or partner connection and that sort of thing? A, uh, they want to know a bit about your personality, your sleeping habits, your dietary requirements, a, uh, what events you've been to. They've sometimes asked questions like, who have you taken private lessons from? How many hours did you take said private lessons from? Uh, what comps have you been in? How did you place in those comps? Like, they get kind of in your face. Okay. And the reason being is because well, I've, I've been a total of four times now, and all I can successfully derive from each of those weeks is that they're trying to create a squad of 30 who will train really well together. Like you mm. have similar goals, you have similar personalities, and you can really like bond into a big family unit and just work. Okay. So that gets to the point of the experiment itself. It's a training event. It's well, a learning event. Interesting. And and do you know why they call it the experiment? Because it was an experiment when it was founded. Like I've, I've heard just rumors of like its beginning. So like I'm not an official historian on it. But from what I remember was that... David, uh, David Ream, the founder, just po- went to some big Balboa events and just posted pictures like, have you heard of the experiment or want to try the experiment? And like, he was trying to just kind of work a little like secret hype up for it or something like that. And people were like, oh, I don't know. I'll go check that out. And that ended up becoming the first week of the experiment. And he, he just tried it on a whim. He was trying to create a higher end product for people who really wanted to dig into their dancing because, uh, 
you know, most dance workshops, they try to cater to everybody. And consequently, though, like the people who really just are like, you know, I want to train for six hours or I want to nerd out about DJing for six hours or whatever the heck, they'll only get like two hours of that or maybe four. They can't do it like for an entire day or for an entire week. Gotcha. So he's like, let's create this more targeted product. Sure. To sell to the people who really want to dig in. So the okay, so you're saying the problem with a normal dance workshop is that you kind of tend to swing towards the lower end just because that's like you get dragged down by those people who are maybe not as motivated or don't know as much even. Yeah, or and, and to be honest with you, it also comes down to a lot of what different people want out of dance. Like most ah. people are like, you know, we gamers call them filthy casuals or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> but I mean I mean like I mo- most people in dance want to, you know, they want to go have fun, they want to go hang out with their friends, they want a good time, but they're not really like I want to spend half an hour nerding out about how my left hand stretches relative to my partner in this one specific instance. Fair enough. Yeah. I feel like I'd tend yeah. more towards the previous camp. So glad they just they rounded all you up in North Carolina. <laughs> okay, so it's is a, a one week program. It is the, the the event is four weeks, so there are four different groups of thirty that get to participate. And when oh, you get your application sure. letter, they're just like you know you, you send in your application. And then they say, here's your week? Yeah. Okay. If you get accepted. Like, I have no idea if I get to go back again. I oh. hope so. I'm going to try again, like like always. But if you get that letter, it's the it's the best freaking feeling. It's like, yes, so, I'm going back. Do you know how many people <laughs> apply to this? I don't. That's one of those things that are actually really tight-lipped about, like, okay. who they let in or how many applicants they get or anything like mm-hmm. that. They'll just say things like, you know, like for the 10th anniversary, which was last year, they're like, we just hit a record number. And then all of us are sweating bullets like, oh, crap, does that mean we get to go? Oh, no. Gotcha. You know? Interesting. So, and the other thing that I think is pretty incredible is that you and your sister are two of the three from Montana who yeah. made it. Wow. That's pretty incredible. <laughs> yes, it is. So, I guess that kind of leads me to the next question I wanted to ask, which is how did the, all of this start, right? Because you and your sister are both interested in it. How did you two find dance? Because I remember when we were kids, it was not about dance. It was about fish. Fish, <laughs> fish was your life. Mm-hmm. And you had like a hundred plus gallon aquarium in your house that was like breaking the floor. Uh, so explain to me how you go from fish to Balboa. <laughs> it's a natural transition. You just get into sushi. <laughs> and then you meet more artsy people. <laughs> oh, okay. It actually makes sense. <laughs> I hate that that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I, um, okay, so I saw it. Okay, I'll just give you my origin story real quick. Uh, okay, we'll, we'll, origin we'll, story. It's like we'll, you're a we'll, superhero. We'll, we'll, do, we'll, we'll do this Marvel style, you know? Because <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, I, I hated dance when I was a kid. Like a comic like, sans thing? <laughs> no, don't make me do any edits. <laughs> <laughs> comic pop, whatever it's called. No. <laughs> Oh, but like when I was 12, I was, I was scared of dancing something fierce. Like you couldn't make me do it. By the time I was 16, I was finally forced, quote unquote, to go by like my sister, my family, a bunch of friends like Lane Tinpin, Adam June Forte. They all hopped on. They're like, dude, you got to go to the Trinity Church Ball. You got to do this. So I went and I was like, where has this been my whole life? This is so much fun. Oh my goodness. So I became a trainer. Next time I went, so second time there, I see a couple doing dancing that isn't choreographed. And I'm like, that should be impossible. How the heck do two people know how to dance with each other without any pre-degreed upon like choreography? So I'm like, I walk up to them like, what are you doing? And they're like, we're doing Lindy Hop. And I'm like, well, what's that? And they're like, it's swing dancing. Came out of New York back in like the you know early, late 20s, early 30s, that kind of time frame. And I'm like, 
I have found my passion. <laughs> like it was one of those instant, like life altering moments where it just, I have to go do this. So I spent two years hunting down where to find it. Like found it finally up at MSU, started doing it, started learning. And there's this real quiet gal named Sarah Kramer, who I talked at basically for like six <laughs> months. <laughs> like she, she was just quiet back at the, back then, you know? And so one day she kind of comes up to me and she's like, so I want to learn this dance Baboa and no one here really wants to practice it with me. And like, yeah, I, I want to learn it. And I'm like, is that a swing dance? And she's like, yes. And I'm like, I'm all in. Let's do this. Huzzah! So we, we, we basically just messed around. She'd taken a class a few years back. We had YouTube, but we weren't that good. Then Emerald City Shuffle happened in Seattle. We went over there. That was our first big workshop. That's the first time we got to see like good Baboa dancers in person. And I was like, whoa, my... This this is this is like the next the next moment. It was like I like swing dancing, but this is even better. Like Lindy Hop was my first love. Balboa is who I want to be in a committed relationship with. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yep. That's you an know. Interesting description. <laughs> well, like at this point, I've I have spent about thirty three thousand dollars on swing dancing. Are you serious? Yes. And that's in terms of just like going to workshops. That's and hotel rooms, traveling. food. Outfits, shoes, private lessons, dance oh. workshops, airplane tickets. To be clear, though, you've made money teaching lessons, though. Yes. So you're not completely in the hole. Well, it's true. I like. I don't know if you've made. In the hole. <laughs> to, to be honest with you, it's not one of those things where I'm going to pursue the the teaching end of it enough to compensate myself for it. Right. It's more of like, yeah, like I sell private lessons. I, I teach group classes. I, I'm a mercenary dancer at the moment. Like you know, hire me, I'll show up and dance type thing. <laughs> Sure. But it's more of those things where I have loved it so much that I don't, like, it doesn't even bother me that, like, $8,000 is what I spent last year alone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, does, it doesn't bother me. It's like, that's something I look forward to doing. Sure. You know? I mean, and to be fair, like, if you think about other people's hobbies and passions, right? Like, True. I mean, I'm sitting here <laughs> yeah, looking. Uh, looking at my camera and my computer, so, <laughs> you know, it's all relative, I feel like. And, you know, like there's some yeah. people who are really into skiing and that True. you can sink a lot of money into that really fast. So, oh, yeah. um, but that's, yeah. that's also impressive. Just, um, I don't know. I just feel like it's one thing to be enthusiastic about something, but then to just like book trips to cities yeah. and then go to all these workshops. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, to be honest with you, it's one of those things where, like, as a per, like, we've known each other for a while. Have you noticed that if I ever get anything, I just go freaking like all yeah. in? I'm just like, or you do com- this. Either you completely ignore something because you're not interested at all, or yeah. you were the most passionate person in the world about it. <laughs> I'm like a switch that way. Uh-huh. <laughs> I appreciate that. I've learned a lot from you about random stuff that I would have never, I mean, that I was vaguely aware of. You know, like I knew about swing dancing because we were in the same social circles at the time and all those people were really into it. But I was just like, okay, I'm aware that this exists, but I don't know much about it. So, so, okay. So break down the difference between, because here's my understanding. You got swing dancing, which is a large family. It is. And then Lindy Hop and Balboa are two different types of swing dancing. Yes. What's the difference there? All right. A fast breakdown of this. Kids didn't have YouTube in the 1930s. But pop music was still pop music. Like the sw- swing dancing was, a, I'm sorry, swing music, syncopated jazz, that was coming into its own and the whole country was loving it. But the kids in one high school in California were dancing different from the kids in another high school, let alone the kids in New York. 
So that's why we have different styles. Lindy Hop was very big, very loud, very open. A, uh, we believe it came out of the Charleston when all of a sudden two people were like, what happens if we only hold onto each other's hands but continue to kick our legs all over the place? Lindy Hop. Okay. A, uh, air steps came out of that because it's a big open dance. They're like, why don't we start flinging each other in the air like gymnasts? Lindy Hop. Okay. Balboa. A, uh, its origins are a little bit harder to trace because the very first generation of them died before we could get history out of them. It's their younger siblings who we got the history out of predominantly, if I'm remembering my history from Bobby White correctly. <laughs> but anyway, it's a much more intimate dance. You're, okay. you're, it's nicknamed Hugging and Shuffling. You're basically in full, like, you know, if I'm if I'm standing perfectly vertical, like with correct pop, like, you know, posture like I'm a soldier or something, mm-hmm. my partner would come along and hug my right side. So it's a full body hug to hug connection. And then from there you dance. So like there's specific ways you want to hold your feet so you don't step on each other. There are ways you want to communicate either through your back or through your core muscles so that you actually move together at the exact same timing. Hmm. And the pulse is a lot lighter. So I mean like, you know, if, if I was going to give a really generic statement, like Lindy Hop is the showcase dance, like big, loud, exciting Hollywood, like film that thing. Balboa is, it's the intimate dance. It's the dancer's dance. It's the dance where the partner you're dancing with matters more than anything else, even the people watching. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. So where does country swing fit into all of this? Country swing is the, well, how do I want to put this? It's the, the bastard child that stole from everyone else and created its own unique thing and said, I am here. Okay. <laughs> when, when did that arise? That's hard to track because it's like, that's definitely, definitely like a folk dance. Okay. Like it just, it just uh, originated with sure. a bunch of teenagers going, hey, let's figure out how to move to this. Okay. And like, say most of the aerials that you do in yeah. country swing dancing, they were Lindy aerials they're first. They were Lindy hop stuff. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. So it took from there, a, a East Coast swing was basically Lindy hop minus all the eight count moves. So it stole from that. I have no doubt it stole stuff from West Coast swing over the years, which is what happened to Lindy hoppers when they're like, let's dance to more modern, like, unce, 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 unce music. Okay. You know, stuff like that. I mean, you, you see influences from all kinds of art forms in country dancing. Hmm. So sure. It's, it, it basically just stole from everyone else. It's like, huzzah, now we're here. <laughs> Fair enough. Because that's the only dancing I know. It's the Robin Hood um, of dancing. So I'm like, this, this works for me. <laughs> it's okay. the Robin Hood of dancing. Yeah. Do you enjoy jan- dancing, Josh? I, I like country swing, um, mostly because being from Montana, if you go to a wedding... Uh, there's gonna be country music uh-huh. it's so yes. true so like, well at least I can dance to it yeah. exactly and, yeah. um, dude yes but really I don't dance unless I'm at a wedding mostly okay. so you like to cut a rug I'll, um, I mean, at, I, at I'll, a wedding yeah I'll cut a rug at a wedding <laughs> okay. and then just kind of like you know at home dink around stuff nice <laughs> so, so I have to ask you okay what, like, if, you're, if you're gonna describe your ethos pertaining to dancing Okay. Hold on. What's ethos? Yeah. <laughs> like, Definition of ethos. Like, what motivates you? What motivates what, me? What, what, what is like, this is fun and this is why? Um, <laughs> what motivates me with dancing? I don't necessarily, I think it's more just like when you're celebrating a wedding and everyone else is dancing. It's not like, oh, everyone else is doing it, so I'll just reluctantly do it. But it's like, it, it is a fun large group activity at weddings. I think, I think I'm not as big on weddings. If there's not dancing Adam, (laughs) wow. (laughs) Dude, not not to like shame people who didn't have dancing at their wedding. 
<laughs> Savage. <laughs> You're in California. I was. Um, no, I just think it's like, man, it's something to do at a wedding to interact with other people and, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, yeah. have some fun. So I get you. Yeah, that's really all it is. Uh, for, I'm not passionate about no, dance no, by no, any means. No, no, so. it, it, it's okay. It was, it's more like a question that I like to ask just because everybody relates to it a little bit differently. Sure. Yeah. You know, I mean, for me, man. Well, again, it's why I gravitated toward Balboa. I love the intimacy of it. I okay. love I love the partner connection of it. Sure. I love being able to like, well, like, take Sarah because I dance with her a whole lot. I can literally tell what mood she's in as she walks into the room. <laughs> I love being able to do that. Or like that'll change how we dance or relate to each other within the dance. Because as you start to get better, as you start to get to more toward, and, and I almost hate using words like higher levels because it sounds arrogant and stuff like that. But when you get to the point where like, it's more of an art and less of an execute moves. It's more of a, I feel like this, so I move like that. Sure. It becomes a back and forth play between the partners. So like I'll, maybe, maybe the music's going, maybe I'll interpret that with two sets of one thing and then I change for that third shift where the music was different. But maybe she goes, one thing, a different thing, and then instead of going along with the different thing that I added, like if I ask for a linear motion, like please go down a line, she'll go down the linear motion, but she'll intentionally rotate her hips a lot, which means that our partner connection now contains rotational momentum, even though we're technically moving linearly, which means that my next thing that I do should probably play off of that rotational momentum. Hmm. So it, Wow. That's way more knowledge about dance than I've got. I've got the execute moves, <laughs> all three of them, <laughs> over and over and over again yep. for a five-minute song. I'm like, it's lasting way too long. <laughs> but that's why it doesn't last too long. Like sure. once, once you get to that yeah. point, because then the song starts dictating what all this craziness. Yeah. Or I heck, even nerding about little things like uh, at, at the experiment this last time. I was there's this event. There's this uh, exercise called Mystique. Well, you're partnered with someone of the same role, so like a lead and a lead and then a follow and a follow, and then you get together in a squad of four, you know, two of each role, and you're supposed to copy the person you've been paired with of your own role. So I was paired with this tall guy out of Seattle named Vasu, and he is, you know, tall, lanky, a lot like me, but he is the opposite of me in how he moves his body. I'm large, linear stretches, big arm movements, lots of... Ah! because <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know i get okay. excited easily okay he is calm he is focused he's calculating every move looks very precise and that's why he can do things like ask for a stop where the part like both people just stop right on the dime instantly without it being harsh hmm. which is so mind-boggling to me i was like dude how do you do that and then he explained well you know how you start asking for a pause before you get to the pause like i'm like i'm back here on one step and i'm asking for the pause in here and then we hit it it's like hitting the brakes slowly on your car. Sure. He hits it as he feels his partner switching her body weight onto the next foot. So she'll switch her body weight onto the next foot. And the moment he feels her put her foot down, that's when he hits it. So that they can hit a hard stop together without it feeling harsh. And I was like, mind blown. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. So that's I mean, a cool way of learning too. Yeah. To like force you to take on somebody right? else's style. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's really interesting. Dude, it's that's a fun exercise. Or yeah. even, or even like another one we did. Like okay, so like there were sixteen follows there at the event, and then the, uh, so I in one of the events I had to dance with every single one of them, and we called the event trading tyrants. So you go into the partnership. One of you is the tyrant, quote unquote, and the tyrant dictates how they want to connect. 
I want more connection in the hand. I want you to wrap further around my back. I want less further around my back. I want more in a V, you know, stuff like that. And then you dance half a song like that or a whole song sometimes. And then you'd swap who the tyrant is. And that was just, that was incredibly educational because how many other times do you have someone literally say, this is what is most comfortable to me. Hmm. And then like half of them, some of them I've never even met before. <laughs> some of them I had. Some, they're from all over the country, all over the world. One gal was a, a gal from Singapore living in London now participating in the experiment. I mean, just stuff like that is like, dude, oh, the nerd level is intensifying. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. So Word. one other question then is like, um, I mean, I know there's a swing presence here in Bozeman. Yeah. But... Like, if you were to pick another city to move to because of the swing scene, where would you go? That's really tough. Okay. North Carolina. <laughs> actually, yeah, would it be? Actually, North Carolina, no. The, the experiment takes they, place there. But it's not that but big it's because, on... But it's because the venue to host it was there. Oh. So, They're big on country swing because it's the South. Right. Well, actually, yeah. here's... Because it's here, part of here, Tennessee. Here. <laughs> <laughs> Which is right next to the Bahamas. <laughs> Which is in California. <laughs> I love geology. <laughs> no, dude, a, uh, that would be a tough call. New York would be an amazing spot because it's got a high concentration of really high-level dancers who train together. And by high concentration, I mean, like, it's got, like, eight or ten at least off the top of my head. And that's, that's a large concentration for, like, top-level dancers in any sure. one city. A, um, then there's also Huntsville, which has probably the single best, like Huntsville, Alabama. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Huntsville, it's, Alabama. Yeah, yeah. If you want to do Balboa, it's got, <laughs> also in Tennessee, <laughs> <laughs> where they make rum. <laughs> I'm gonna need to pull up a map here. <laughs> Hold on. Continue, Huntsville. A hey, uh, long story short, their social dancing is incredible because literally like half of their Balboa dancers there are experiment veterans. Oh wow! So it's oh. it's high caliber. You can really train together. Where Alabama's at. and the people who run the scene are very very yeah. like. <laughs> they got their stuff together. The, it's the Pegburns, okay. and they're sure. just very good at it. Gotcha. And the third choice would be Orange County in California. Oh, really? Because they've got the Atomic Ballroom. What's that? Oh, what is that? That sounds yeah. fun. Atomic <laughs> Ballroom? The Atomic Ballroom. It sounds unsafe. <laughs> so they may have relocated by now. I haven't checked on their site in like two years. But when I went there, like what, four years ago now? It was this hideous old office building. Nice. But you step inside and it's a dancer's paradise. Like 400 dancers will hit the floor almost every single night of the week. And then they wow. have swing nights like what, two or three nights a week? And the main ballroom is Lindy Hop. But then you go to the side and they've got two full size, like half size ballrooms with Balboa. And you go upstairs and it's blues and slow drag. So, and then, then you go to the kitchen area and they got cake. They got beverages for a buck. I mean, like it's, it's like a dance mecca huh. that is beautiful on the inside and the exterior is just ugly. There you go. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. It's like a sleeper venue. It's a sleeper venue, dude. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> I now know where Alabama is. I'm glad you did. Have you know now figured that it out. It has a tiny amount of land that's on the water, no like way. the bottom left tip of it. Yeah, left. section almost mm-hmm. the Gulf, pretty much the Gulf of Mexico. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, found yeah. that out. And that North and South Carolina are both on the coast. Yep. <laughs> yeah, both of them. Did you know Georgia's on the coast too? No, hold on. What? <laughs> it's directly south of South Carolina. Yep. Oh my gosh. Do you know anything about the ge- geography of the South? No. I'm I've Have know... you ever been in the South? Okay, I've been to uh I've been to Georgia. And you didn't know there was I've... a coast there? No, and I've been to Missouri and I've been to Kentucky. I'm embarrassed. <laughs> Did you know Louisiana, like Louisiana, is on the Gulf of Mexico? 
besides looking at that I map? did know that okay. because I knew about their hurricane issues. <laughs> That's my only... Okay, I feel <laughs> stupid now, but... Uh, we're we're going to do a, a future episode on, like, where's this state? Wow. <laughs> Dude, don't do that to me. There's I only so 50 bad. you have to pick from. <laughs> did you know that Hawaii is actually not where it's at on a map? <laughs> <laughs> it's in a little box that's kind of overlays part of California, right? <laughs> <laughs> Same with Alaska. They're pretty right. close together. Yeah, they're actually right next to each other. Just very drastic changes in weather. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why that is. <laughs> Something to do with the northern lights being cold. Yeah. De- definitely the Gulf Stream. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah, it's something about that line from the boxes. Please don't make me guess where a state is. I don't want to embarrass myself on this show more than I already have. Actually, what do I have to lose? It doesn't yeah. matter. How Anyways. Many, we've got Banana and Joe, uh, Joe watching this anyway. He knows so. I don't know anything about <laughs> geography. Uh, dude, Joe. the other day I spent way longer than I cared to admit trying to find Israel on a map. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. It was bad. That is embarrassing. Because Luke just got back from uh, the Middle East. He right. was in... Um, um, Some other countries. Uh, United Arab Emirates. Oh, very He cool. was in UAE. Abu Dhabi and yeah. Dubai. That's cool. And I was trying to find that in relation to Israel, and oh. I couldn't do it. Pretty sure those are just I spendy dishes. They're like at a restaurant. <laughs> can, I, can I have though. an Abu Dhabi and a Dubai? <laughs> <laughs> and I'd like it medium rare. <laughs> I found out, though, that there's actually like... The United Arab Emirates is like seven kings. Yeah. That all, all came together. Yeah. And it's just like this collection of seven kings that all each run yeah. one of these things. It's kind of cool. That is cool. I don't know. Anyway. And they also have the tallest building in the world in Dubai. Did you know that? Uh, Yeah, but I can't remember what it's called now. I can't remember either. But we did, our, at AED, we did some signs in, oh, okay. in Dubai. So Very we've cool. had like Paul and Leland's been down there. Yeah. Check it out. It's really hot, my dude. Yes. Dude. I mean, it's there like yeah. Saudi Arabia and UAE's right here, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he, Luke was telling me even there, like, yeah, it gets hot here. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, it was their cooler season. It was like 90 degrees. And he was like, it, it gets up to like 120s. That's and he was like, miserable. even there, just like, no. And it's the whole thing where it's really hot and then you go into any building and it's freezing because the AC is running. So you have oh, to bring a jacket with you everywhere sure. and you look like an idiot, like in Singapore. And I was just like, this is, anyways, yeah. the, we are way far off topic, but you <laughs> we were saying Orange County, I hear Huntsville, Alabama, and New York City. Yeah. New York City or somewhere New else York, in New York New State? York, New York. Okay. The name's so nice, you say they it twice. It twice. <laughs> the other yeah. name's Manhattan. That's right. Well, no, there's what five about, boroughs. What about the Bronx? <laughs> it's not just Manhattan. <laughs> that was an office reference. <laughs> was it really? Yeah, when he's driving in New York once, he's like, New York, New York. The place so nice, they named it twice. The other name's Manhattan. <laughs> <laughs> You're like Michael Scott. <laughs> I love that. That's hilarious. I don't remember that at all, but that's a great reference. You're welcome. <laughs> I appreciate it, Josh. Dude. I'm going to try to just slide the office into everything. Now. You should. We need that in yeah. our lives. But anyways, I think we're, we're creeping up on half an hour, but yeah. thanks for coming on the show, Ethan. That was They're really interesting. Um, mm-hmm. It's cool to hear about that. Like just, I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of interesting stuff that happens in Bozeman that you don't always hear about, like right. sending people to the experiment, which yeah. is really cool. So... Um, Ethan's given me dance lessons in the past, um, which were very, I mean, I don't even really like dancing very much and I had a wonderful time. So if you're looking for dance lessons, uh, call (laughs) Ethan because (laughs) he knows what he's talking about. And he's a good teacher too. Also, because I know a lot of times it's hard to teach people without being, I don't know. I have trouble teaching people how to play drums (laughs) because it's just like, it's something I innately know how to do. Sure. And I'm like. (laughs) 
I don't you know just, how to explain this to somebody. You just rhythm Ethan's it. Very good at it. <laughs> just so. rhythm it. That's all you gotta do. Yeah. Anyways, talk to him. His phone number will be in the description as well as a link to his PayPal where you can help him sheetrock all the new houses he's buying. Um, but, uh, anyways, yeah. thank you for joining us. Uh, I uh, let me think about the outro here. Oh, mm. if you want to listen to this podcast <laughs> elsewhere, uh, you could do that on Google Play Music or Apple Podcasts. Yep. Man, Spotify. I it's still been, they just, it's been almost a year. So we're just not getting Spotify. I don't think so. It's fine. That's fine. We don't need them. If you uh, want to watch this. If you want to scrobble it on Last FM, you can do that. <laughs> don't worry about that. Uh, <laughs> and if you want to buy a t-shirt or support the show, you can go to jeffandjosh.net. Uh, and we have a dot, it's a, it is a dot net. It right? is a dot mm-hmm. net. Dot com is taken. Yeah, and so. definitely not a dot org. <laughs> no, we are not organized here, so we have to go with the dot net because it is on the internet. Um, and so, yeah, you can go there. You can check out um, episodes of the podcast there, or you can click on the little shopping cart icon if you want to buy a T-shirt mm-hmm. to support the show. Hey guys, it's getting warm out, which means I can start screen printing again. Which means I have some tasty designs in the Ooh. works. Madison's been drawing up some Very cool. mock-ups that I'm really excited about. Nice. So get ready for that, and uh, I think that's all I have. All right, um, that yeah, was a lot of fun. Being on. Mm-hmm. Thank it. you for having thanks me. Thanks. I appreciate yeah, yeah. it, and we will be here next time. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, cool. That was fun, Ethan. Yeah. Sweet. Thank, thank you. you. Yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah, <laughs> I, I feel like we missed our opportunity with the website. We should have been .edu. We're pretty <laughs> educational. I think you People have to know where Alabama is. <laughs>